a Jets fan. Yes. As a battered Jets fan. Hello. You play to win the game. <laughs> like I can't. How am I gonna do that? How you I make that jump? I appreciate that. Let's I go to eat a damn snack. We're taking receipts, and I can't wait to shove it down everyone's throat when it comes around. No question about it. I am ready to get hurt again. Welcome everybody to episode number fifty-one of the Battle Jets Fans Podcast. I am your host, Andy Granada. Alongside me, as always, we have two other battered fans, one a jet. Want a bearded fanatic. Uh, let's start with Mr. Stat Guy. How you doing, Mike? Doing pretty well, Dan. Doing doing really well. Excited, uh, you know, for tonight. Talk about some Jets Chargers and some other things. Ready to go. Bearded, how are you doing, sir? Living the dream, man. Living the dream. Uh, Mike, if for those for those of you who don't know, it's been filling in my shoes very well. I'm pretty sure. That Danny's gonna be reaching out to me in the next couple of weeks. Talk to my agent, see if he could officially move me off the battered Jets show. <laughs> uh, so there's no dolphin invasion going on in the Jets podcast. No, I think that the fact that we have an outsider's perspective is always good and necessary on a show. Uh, when you watch those those Homer shows, look, I get it, and some people like that, and so I'm not gonna knock it. But yeah. I'd like to hear people that you know, outsider's perspective. It's good to hear a little bit of both sides. We could knock the shit out of it because. It shows that for those who follow us, I want to say religiously, and those who listen to the podcast, whether it's on Spotify or wherever you get your podcast fix or even here on YouTube, the fact is that I've won your fans over. So you know what? We're going to keep doing what we're doing, man. We're going to keep doing what we're doing. (laughs) Yeah, not all Dolphin fans are horrible, I guess. Right. All right. So let's get into the, I guess, what's on the, the agenda for today. So we'll start with, I guess, what we thought was going to be eventful. Trader Joe, not so much. Mm. Trade deadline came and went. Now, I, I put out a tweet that said, I don't know what people are really expecting as far as offensive line because like, there's not really good offensive linemen available usually at the trade deadline. People kind of started coming at me because, oh, Ezra Cleveland got traded. Uh, you see? Uh, all right, so it happened. I'm sorry. At one time that it happens, and I do have a thought about that. But outside sure. of that, what are you really expecting? Yeah, I know that that was kind of random. But I really wasn't expecting too much. Mike, what were you expecting at the trade deadline? And what were your or, thoughts after it came and went? Or, or were you wanting, were you one of those fans that were wanting something at the trade deadline? Yeah, surprisingly for once, I'm in 100% agreement with Dan here. Um, in terms of, you know, what, what were we expecting, right? And that is uh, offensive linemen don't grow on trees, okay? And we, we all know that. Uh, the Jets, just like many other teams in the NFL, are really hurting for offensive linemen. Uh, but, uh, you know, th- there, are, there aren't many that are going around that are available for trade. Now, the whole Ezra Cleveland thing, yeah, that would have been able to scratch our itch a little bit for maybe, a, you know, a few games, even the rest of the year, possibly. But what's going to happen next year when Ezra Cleveland is still on our team and we have uh, a Pro Bowl uh, offensive guard and ABT coming back and then and then Lincoln Thomas has been playing okay, so... What, what, what are we going to do? We're going to give, we're going to give draft capital so that we have someone on the bench next year. So I'm not, I'm not too yeah, upset. He's a, he's about a free that agent one. after the season. So I, I think oh, he's a free agent. So rental, yeah. Either way, either way. Um, I, I, I don't think that trading or missing out on him was, was that much of an impact. Um, what, what I have done the trade probably, but I'm not crying over it. Um, but to answer Manny's question here, right. Um, I really, really, I really wanted Devontae Adams, which was probably not going to happen. Supposedly um, they looked but, into it. Yeah, they looked into it. They looked into T. Higgins. They looked into Mike Evans. 
And here's the thing, right? The day after the trade deadline, both the head coach and the GM were fired. Now, what if what now here here's like a, a scenario for you. What mm-hmm. if they uh what if the, the Raiders were not listening to any trade offers or anything like that because they knew the inevitable was what was about to happen. So I feel like Devontae Adams could have shaken free had uh the, the coach and the GM maybe uh have been more solidified in, in their positions. But um either way, I think Devontae Adams is gonna come to us next offseason. So, so I'm I think so, but I'm I'm not harping over it too much. But I really do think Devontae Adams is gonna make his way to us in the in the offseason. That's way too much money. I can't imagine that happens. Hopefully, though. Hopefully. Manny, what it's were your happened. thoughts? Joe Douglas has has built enough stock where if he doesn't do anything, I trust him. And that's from a I Dolphins agree. perspective talking about the New York Jets. Joe Douglas has built this team. You could kind of say now this is basically his team from the ground up. The people who, who he wants are here in-house. Yeah, are they some are there some sexy names out there you could have gotten gotten? But I'm 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 with Mike and Danny here. It's like why give up draft capital for a rental? I've never been a fan of that. If if D- Danny doesn't agree with the trade that when we the Dolphins got Bradley Chubb because we invested right away, but at least bringing him in, giving him a first round, and then him potentially not resigning would have hurt even more. So I'm I'm okay with Joe Douglas staying put and not trading for anybody. Granted, are there holes that need to be filled? Of course, you could do that in the draft. You could do that in free agency next year. Do not give up more draft capital, especially especially coming into this season where the New York Jets were ready to win. And they're still winning with Zach Wilson at the helm. Aaron Rodgers is still potentially coming back next year. I'm sorry. Keep all the draft capital you could get. Attacking free agency, attacking the draft. I'm good with the Jets staying put. My thoughts on Ezra Cleveland real quick before we move on. Mm-hmm. Everybody was like, oh, look at the Jets. Uh, what the hell are they doing? Why, why didn't we get Ezra Cleveland? He went for a six-round pick. I promise you that at least half, half the league would want a starting guard for a six-round pick. Facts. I have a feeling that he wasn't shopped very much. I'm not sure what happened or how he ended up like getting that phone call, but I promise you he wasn't shopped because I promise you there is a team that's probably willing to give up more than a six-round pick. So I probably... I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Douglas is like, what the how, how did that happen? Right. He when picked up the phone. Happen? Cleveland picked up mm-hmm. the phone, offered it to the first team. They're like, all right, bet. Six-round picker, cut me your way. Yeah. So it, it, it to me, it, it didn't make sense that it went for only six-round pick, and people are killing the Jets for not offering more. I promise you that there would have been plenty of people that offered more. So uh, I, I kind of want to give the, the Jets some leeway on that. Now – if they were going to go for a receiver, like offensive linemen are hard what, to find. Receivers? That's, that's what I thought you guys plenty. should have gone for. Yes. Right. There's plenty of receivers to go get. So I am a little disappointed that we didn't go get a third receiver because I think that that would help our offense because after Lazard, who do we really have, unfortunately? Like, not much. We thought McCole Hardman. That didn't work out. Corey Davis retired, which, by the way, I'm hearing rumblings that maybe, maybe <laughs> he might be coming back, and that might help. But until that happens – I feel like we're really, really thin at receiver, so that would have been nice. But um, trade deadline came and went. Not too much movement, but I'm, I'm not going crazy about it. All right. Now, on other news, I'll, I'll let Manny start off with this one. Mm-hmm. Quincy Williams, Defensive Player of the Month. Now, Manny, this is your boy. What do you think about Quincy getting Defensive Player of the Month? 
it, it, it only goes to show that that Williams bloodline knows what the, they're doing when it comes to get on the <laughs> field, man. Um, I, I told you, I believe Quinnen should be at the beginning of the season. I said he should yeah. be the defensive player of the year. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing that his brother is literally on his jock right behind him. Be like, hold on a second. I, yeah. I, I, I have something to say about this too. Do I think Quincy's going to end up being that? No, I don't think he's there yet, but let me tell you, I, the real linebacker in that room is Quincy Williams, not that other guy that you guys loved bragging about that I said is completely washed. We don't brag about him, but you kill CJ Mosley way too much, man. I do. I do. I do. I, I apologize to him, by the way. I did I apologize to him a few episodes ago. But Quincy Williams, I man, man, that guy is everywhere you need him, behind the, behind the offensive line, tackles for loss, force fumbles, anything you need that guy to do, that guy's doing on the, on the defensive side of the ball for you. And well earned, man. Tyreek Hill gets offensive player of the month. Quincy Williams, defensive player of the month, and it's well deserved. Uh, Mike, what did you think about Quincy? Oh man, I I think that Manny said it, you know, said it really well. When's the last time though that the Jets had a player who got paid and then immediately started playing better? Right. Mm. I, I think right now that he's playing out. That doesn't happen ever. Even his, even his brother right now, uh, you know, who, who um, many just mentioned, uh, Quinnen. You know, I know he's been getting double teamed a lot, but I feel like we've been hearing Quincy's name ten Much times more. more than Quinnen's name. And um, yeah, like like I said, man, like he he got paid and he's playing way better than 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 the market what he's playing at right now. Thanks. And um, that that hasn't happened, especially for the Jets in a very very long time, if ever. Uh, usually usually we we pay guys. And and then they you know they disappeared into the woodwork right, um, you know JFM last year even though he you know he's a pretty good player we paid JFM last year yeah in the he middle of the year after that contract yeah and then as soon as he signed that contract his his production went down and and as good as Bryce Huff is and that that's why I want to wait a little bit for uh, re-signing him of course I want him next year and I, I know this isn't about Bryce Huff but sure you know go I want to make sure that um, you know. We have we we play for the whole year and then we talk about contracts and whatnot. Uh, but going back to to Williams, right? I think he's playing yeah. phenomenal. I think that you know he he's one of the best linebackers already in the, in the NFL. Uh, and he's been every single year. It seems like he's getting better and better. Whereas sure. like many most NFL players, it seems like especially uh, you know the, in the linebacker uh, position, it seems like they kind of peak and then they decline, right? Whereas uh, Williams is still very young, and it seems like every single year. Uh, he gets better and better, and this year he's he's really balling out, and and I am just so happy for that. Uh, we finally have somebody who can who can get after the, the the tight ends. We finally have somebody who can who can worry about the the um you know the screen balls and the, and the quick passes to the running backs out of the backfield, which I'm sure we're going to get into a little bit uh, you know against the Chargers. But I'm just so happy we finally have someone like him uh, that that we can really rely on uh, you know going forward. Danny, before you drop the two stats, you you used to watch. I don't want to say as much as I did, but you used to watch a certain Dolphins defense being led up front by like Tim Bowens, Daryl Gardner, these huge tackles, huh? Right. These huge bodies that would open up the game for people like Zach Thomas, Channing Crowder, Junior Seau, and the litany of other linebackers that we had on this team. Quentin Williams may not be getting the production on the field, but the reason that his brother's playing lights out is because of what you said, Mike. Those double teams, and he's chewing up a lot of that offensive line that lets Quincy get into that backfield much easier because his brother's eating up all those blocks. 
I agree. He opens up those those a a gaps when, with those double teams. All of a sudden, tack for loss. Quincy he has mm-hmm. he flies on that field. So I love watching Quincy play and uh, well deserved. And also Thomas Morstead. Uh, I guess not spend too much time on players of the month, but also player of the month MVP last week. Everybody was saying it right. I remember I came on here and I said it right after <laughs> the game, and I and I didn't think that it was going to be like something that people talked about, but it ended up being like a talking point for just about everybody. So because he had no, you know what it is to to go and head and land a punt inside the five yard line three times in one game, like that's that's I thought that's big I thought I no way in hell we give up Thomas Mordstead to you guys for Jake Bailey. It, it blows my mind because Thomas Mordstead had a great. Danny was saying it last year. That guy, every single possession that he got, we were pinning people inside the twenty. He just he keeps doing the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the fact that our offense is so, uh, you know, th- th- our offense doesn't have a lot of traction inept. right now. Inept. Yeah, inept. Yeah. <laughs> and it's so inept that we, we you know, it, it's a godsend to have a punter like him uh, to sure. be able to do that. Uh, did you guys see that the Jets changed their, like, uh, Twitter page to, like, to a fandom of uh, Morset or something like that? It, it was hilarious. No. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure that. That the Jets' Twitter page, like, changed their background and everything. Like, they made their, they made their entire page, like, uh, Thomas Morris said it was it was well he, he deserves it because I thought that he played a, a great game and, and I appreciate what he's doing because with our offense you need to play that field position game if you want to get some points on the board all right but talking about that inept offense let's go on now to Monday night we are four and three we talked about it last episode we're happy to be four and three because I mean four plays into Aaron Rodgers goes down we don't know where we're gonna be but four and three looks pretty good right now we play on Monday night. We have two primetime games coming up. We got Monday night against the Chargers, then Sunday night against the Raiders the week after. But Monday night against the Chargers. The Chargers, not looking great necessarily. But when you really look at their numbers, they've turned the ball over the second least in the league. They are one of the best offensive teams as far as passing, scoring. And I was looking, and defensively, they are horrible pass defense, but their rush defense is great. So, when you consider that, and our offense, I don't know how I'm feeling about Monday just quite yet. So, let me go over to Manny first, since your Dolphins already played the Chargers week one. Yeah. And you like to keep an eye on Justin Herbert because you hate him because you like Tua. So, how are you feeling about the Jets and Chargers on Monday night? I appreciate you not throwing me under the bus because I was a Justin Herbert fan coming out of college. So I know, I know. Um, I'll tell you this. Going into it, 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 before you give me all those points you did, let's ask one thing that you that nobody else is asking. First of all, when are they going to start flexing the New York Jets out of all these primetime games? There is no Aaron Rodgers. There should be no business. We should be watching the New York Jets on primetime at any point. <laughs> over 500. I get it, but... Aaron Rodgers is in there. That's what everybody paid to see. But nonetheless, you saw how easy it was for us to move the the ball up and down the field on these Los Angeles Chargers. Now, granted, I know that you guys don't have the type of offense that Miami Dolphins have, but they're susceptible. You saw how bad J.C. Jackson was when when we played them. He's on the Patriots now, though. Right, right. But everybody was making J.C. Jackson look bad. It's not like they have a litany of great defenders at their cornerback positions or in the safety but if there's a game that Zach Wilson should take advantage I thought it was a Giants game and we talked about that 
I'm moving it another week. It should be the Chargers game. There should be a game where he is able to put the ball in the air and get it to his guys, Garrett Wilson, and Lazard, Brees Hall at the backfield, because it's easy to look at the Jets' defense, which is fifth best in the NFL right now, averaging holding opponents to like a whole 15 points a game. You know that they're going to get after Justin Herbert. You know they're going to slow that offense down. But I got to see it from the other side, man. We already know the Jets' defense is good. But I got to see Zach Wilson air it out against his um, Chargers uh, defense. Mike, what are we thinking? Because what I know Manny just brought up how the Dolphins were just passing it left and right against the Chargers going up the field. But he's right. The Chargers are giving up by far the most yards in the air. They're giving up almost three yards shy of 300 per game. Like you should be able to light them up through the air. But can we? How are we feeling about this, Mike? Yeah, I mean, that's the biggest question, right? Can we do that? <clears throat> and um, so personally, I, I think that there are two teams throughout the entire entirety of the uh, remainder of the schedule for the Jets that legitimately concern me. And the Chargers is one of those teams. The reason why I'm saying that is because as good as our defense is, right? Our, and our defense can can play with anybody, and we've shown that. We can play with the Chiefs. We can play uh, with the Eagles. We, and, you know, we beat the Eagles. We almost beat the Chiefs, right? Uh, we'll be playing the Dolphins later on, right? But in, in last year, we, we've proven that we can hang with high-octane offenses such as the Dolphins as well, uh, which, by the way, that's the other team that, that – concerns me but anyway. i didn't want to i don't, I don't want to ask i figured that's what it was i didn't want to ask but yeah oh but hold on. so uh no i again that our defense is going to be going to play lights out i think that our defense is going to limit limit them uh to no more than uh between i'd say between 17 and 20 points right I like that however like you said dan can our offense uh keep up and that's what i'm concerned about here I, i'm not concerned about our defense playing uh their best ball this is one of those games where the defense can is not going to be able to win the game on its own. There are other teams that we can play that we have played that we were able to, uh, you know, kick and claw and and win. Uh, Giants being one of them, that we can we can be putrid, inept on offense and still win the game somehow. This this team is not one of them. We we cannot uh, go in there Monday night and expect the the another great, uh, you know, Hall of Fame type. A punter and 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 Hall of Fame negative nine yard uh, passing on on defense, right? We we can't expect oh, I, that. I expect them to out. actually throw the ball, unlike the Giants that refuse to throw the ball. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah, they're going to throw the ball for sure. Uh, but you know, the, one of the reasons why I'm concerned is because they they just have so many weapons. And as good as Quincy Williams is playing, like I said, uh, like we've like we've been talking about, mm-hmm. right? You you have to like kind of pick your poison in certain offenses, uh, like the like the Chargers and the and the Eagles and the chiefs and the dolphins, you have to pick your poison. If you're going to go and if you're a defense and you're going to, let's say, try to shut down a Tyree kill or shut down a Keenan Allen, right. Uh, There's other weapons that the Chargers are going to use against us, whether whether it be um, Austin Eckler, whether whether it be a Quentin Johnson, their new, their new receiver, they have, they have Gerald Everett, right. They, They have certain weapons and, even as great as our defense is, let's say we are focusing mainly on the, uh, you know, in, in the secondary and we're focusing on those receivers. Well, guess what? Now we have to worry about Eckler, uh, who's going to, who's really shifty and who can take the, the, a check down, just like we saw Brees Hall do, take a check down for sure. 50 yards. That's what Eckler's going to do. 
So we kind of have to pick our poison on defense here and, you know, pray to God that, that, that our offense is going to be able to uh, keep up with their offense. Now, I, I don't think that this is going to be a crazy high scoring game like the Dolphins and Chargers, but I do think that this is going to be one of our, our, our most uh, challenging games thus far this year and probably for the remainder of the year as well. So um, that, that's what I think offensively. Defensively, if we can just if, uh, defensively for the Chargers, um, as if we can just make sure that we uh, max protect, and I'm talking because of our O line, uh, which I'm sure you know we'll talk about a little bit for injuries, but as long as we can max protect and, and keep Joey Boza and Khalil Mack away from Zach for a few extra seconds and get that ball down the field for Zach to do, I think that we can really win this game. This is this is the opposite of the Giants game in terms of our offensive strategy here. I think that instead of getting the ball out quick like like last week. Um, you know, to Brees Hall doing checkdowns, doing screens, uh, doing really quick slants. I think it's the opposite. I think for this game, you have to somehow, some way, by you know, three to four seconds, hopefully longer, but three to four seconds uh, on your on your play action passes to get that ball down the field. Now, can they do that? I'm not so sure. But they need to they need to be able to to roll out Zach if they cannot protect him up front, keep him in the pocket. They have to be able to roll him out and buy that extra one, two, three seconds that he needs to get that ball down the field to Garrett and, and to Lazard and, and uh, you know, to whoever. Manny? The, the, that part you just said at the very end, they need to find a way to roll Zach Wilson out of the pocket. Zach Wilson rolling out of the pocket is, I don't want to say great, but he looks great when he does it. Like, when you buy him that extra time, he looks great. But here's the thing. On top of that, you, you don't know if they could do it. If there's any week to be able to do it, it's this one. It's not just that they're giving up almost 300 yards per game, uh, per game, and as far as passing yards, it's like 7.2 per pass attempt. Then it's also that they're giving up opposing quarterbacks 99.5 quarterback rating. If there's a week, Danny, where Zach Wilson and Nathaniel Hackett need to get on the same game plan, it's this fucking game. You know what I don't understand though. This team. And I mean, correct and me they're if I'm at wrong. home. Sorry, and they're at home. Yes. That, yeah. that, that was the last point. Sorry. Correct me if I'm wrong. Joy Bosa is an above average player. Yes. Khalil Mack isn't the prime Khalil Mack, but I would assume no. he's a, a. Usually, when you have those type of players rushing the quarterback, I would expect for the other teams not to be just airing it out the way they are. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, this would have been a good week to have a Chargers guest on so they could explain to me. Why does your pass defense suck so much? You have Darwin James in the back uh, playing safety. You got these should-be monsters going after the court. Like, what's going on? Now, if they're going to have a game where they finally pop off, it's pro- they're probably looking, they're licking their chops because it's going to be this one because right. we're so thin at offensive line. Um, and real quick, Mike, Xavier Newman, the, off- the, the center. I don't know if he's going to be our center this week, but I forgot to give him props last Sunday mm-hmm. when we talked right after the game. Because he came in, fumbled that snap immediately, first snap. After that, he held his own. And not only did he hold his own, I don't think he's gotten enough props for having the wherewithal to run down the field for that last snap to spike it in mm-hmm. one, with one second left. He got the ball. He placed it. The ref touched it. And he hiked it quickly. Like 100%. That, that, for somebody that is playing their first action of the year, for him to have the wherewithal to run down there, Grabbed the ball. I think it was was Lazard handed it to him. 
put it down, not look for the referee. He didn't look for the referee. He put it down and he was ready to go. Like I, I, I wanted to give him his props for that. Uh, but back to this game. Uh, I don't understand why the Chargers are so bad in pass defense. Zach Wilson, if he's going to have a good game, statistically, just going based off of stats, this should be the game where he can kind of ball out. Um, but I, I don't know if I'm feeling it. Mike, you were going to say something? Oh, uh, yeah, sorry. So I think I might have an answer to your, your question, or at least a half answer to your question. I think their problem is, and th- what this reminds me, their defense right now, what, th- what it reminds me of, is the the defense of when we had the Sons of Anarchy, when we had the Leonard Williams, when we had, uh, you know, the the, the Sheldon Richardson, the Muhammad Wilkerson, Wilkerson. Uh, Snacks, Harrison, right? Mm-hmm. When we had those guys, uh, it, it, it seems like, you know, no matter how good our pass rush was, because of our our linebackers, at, at one point we we had like safeties playing linebackers uh, during you know a year or two. Um, I think it was like 20, 2014 maybe. This was I think this was before the um, when Reavers came back in Cromartie. But but um yeah, we we had like really bad corners at the time, and it seems like no matter how good our pass rush was, we weren't able to get to them because of the fact that opposing offenses were able to get that ball out. So I think they have uh, you know they're they're similar in that regard. They have good pass rushers, but. Uh, you know, their, their corners are just so sorry, <laughs> you know, so. Well, JC Jackson was on that team and he was pretty bad and they traded him away. And if it didn't get any mm-hmm. better, I can see why they're, they're struggling back there. And also, so, um, Asante, Asante Samuel is just getting picked on all the time as well. So, junior. Yeah. Asante, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Asante Samuel Jr. He's just getting picked on. He He's giving up mm-hmm. on 22 targets. He's giving up 360 yards on 22 targets. Oh, no, look. Again, they we're gonna have a hard time running on them because they have a, one of the top five best run defenses in the league. But Pat, everybody's mm-hmm. passing on them. I'm throwing now. screen plays to Brees Hall all game. Please do so. He's on my fantasy team. Okay, just throw screen plays to him every. Okay, time. Or, or how I'm, about I'm gonna go ahead. Or how about this? What about what if we were to um to scheme uh, to Bryce? I was gonna say Bryce Brees Hall in the slot. And and have like a Dalvin <laughs> Cook or or like a Bandicanda in the backfield, right? So so yeah. we have that option now. It's like a true play action, right? Where where before it's like that one play, there was a play action to Brees Hall. Everybody knew it was going to Brees Hall, and we play action to him. Zach was staring at him the whole time and threw it to him. Like what the hell was what was the point of this play action if you're going to fake it to him and to stare at him and throw it to him? You know? Yeah. Uh, but if we had maybe you know if we had like Brees in the slot or or even Dalvin Cook, Dalvin Cook and catch, you know, get him more involved that way, get him him in the slot because right now we don't really have a slot receiver. So we have we have Garrett Wilson and we have Allen Drop Lazard right now, and um, but he's been uh, Allen Drop Lazard. Yeah. Wow! Yeah, until further notice, wow. him. he's been dropping like fifty percent of wow. his balls. Now well, he can't, no, I think, he you know clutch, what? I, I, I do think it was twenty percent, but that is really high. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's dropped yeah, like twenty yeah, percent yeah. of his balls. Uh, just real quick, you just said something that that reminded me of, and, and this is off topic, and I apologize, but I just need to say, oh, we mm-hmm. we almost lost to the Giants, and you know how bad the Giants were on Sunday. The Giants on third and long. We, I don't even think it was third long. We knew that they were going to run the ball. And for some reason, they still ran a HB draw. They ran a mm-hmm. halfback draw where everybody knew that they weren't going to pass. So everybody was in the backfield, I think, before Saquon even touched the ball. Like, that's how bad the Giants were playing. That's mm-hmm. how predictable they were. And we almost lost. Now, with that being said, everybody's like, look at the soft schedule. Mm. They just could win the division. Mm. We almost lost to the Giants who refused to throw the ball. 
They had negative nine yards, and we almost lost this game. Please, Jets fans, stop talking like mm-hmm. we should win the division because our, you, our schedule can, is soft. Can you at mention me when when you read shit like that? Because I I would love to respond to it. I would love to it, respond. It's, to it. it's ridiculous. To, to add to add fuel to that fire, there, Danny. The Jets are three plays away in reality from uh, uh what Being two like and four. one and one and six. Or yeah, or yeah, yeah, like one and six because you had the the kick return with um against the, the Bills. Bills in overtime. You had mm-hmm. the 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 near pick six against the Eagles that that he, you know Hurt shouldn't have even thrown in that game. Fair. We had the and pick then, six against the Broncos. Oh yeah, the pick six. Well, we were I think were we up still, but but even still, yeah. We, but they had momentum going. They, they would have been in it. Yeah, they would have been in it for sure. That one's a questionable, but 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 for sure the Giants. Uh, the Giants won. Yeah, the Giants won. I don't know. We should not have won that game, but you know, I, I know we talked about it, but man, oh man, we, we this is not we we should not be pumping our chest saying, yeah, we're we're the New York Jets and we're coming for you. That, that's not how it is right now. <laughs> you know it, what if any, like, listen, if anybody's saying that, please at mention me on Twitter. Please, please mention me on Twitter at Bearded Fanatic. Please do so. You know, you know I, what this feels like? This feels that? like last season. Last season, we were winning our games with our defense and with Brees Hall. And we're like, I don't know how we're doing this, but we're a pretty good team if we're winning despite Zach Wilson. And we got to like seven wins. What were we, like seven and three at one point? Yeah. Yeah, we we were up there. I think we started six and three. I think we started six and three and and lost like six straight or something like that. Mm -hmm. No, we got the seven wins because we never won again. After we won seven, then we just lost like the rest of the games. So we were seven and three. But yeah, that's, that's pretty bad. Well, regardless, whatever it was, Everybody was like seven and three, six and whatever. We're winning despite Zach Wilson, and uh, we obviously showed that we could do this. But this is what happens when you play with the rabbit foots up your ass. Eventually, that shit falls out. So, like, we need to start showing something because if we're just winning, like, by a miracle against the Giants, uh, <laughs> that punt return against the Bills. I don't like, even need to talk shit because you guys are doing it plenty for for me. It's well, like I'm, I'm just I'm saying, like, we're, we're realistic, you know? Like, yeah, like I. I I I, and I that's do why believe this show works. This is why this show works. I, I do believe that this team and this defense is good enough to be a playoff team. And sure. I do mm-hmm. believe that if Zach continue to not turn the ball over, that we, we could possibly make the playoffs. But man, do we make this shit look difficult? All right. Well, let's go ahead and pick this game then. Go ahead. All right. So we'll start off with the bearded fanatic. How are we feeling about Monday's game? I'm just going to come on and say it. I'm going to come on and say it. The Jets are going to figure out another way to win this fucking game at the end. You're going to move to four and four. Zach Wilson's going to throw. Three. Sorry, five and three. Um, Zach Wilson's going to throw for 200 yards, a TD, no picks. <laughs> I hate that that Zach Wilson threw for 200 yards is such a positive. I hate that. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> Like a miracle. I, I was wait, I was waiting for it. I was I was looking right at you as I said it. But <laughs> two hundred yards, a TD, no picks. He keeps following that solid line. He's not throwing any turnoverable throws and keeping you guys in the game by getting it to Garrett Wilson, by getting it to Brees Hall. I think you guys are going to shut down Justin Herbert from the opposite of the football. And like Mike said. I don't see them putting more than 15 to 18 points on you guys. I think you guys will keep that trend where you're going to start slow, Danny, and then only give up four points in the second half. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if they put up 14 in the first quarter or, or 17 and then, in the first and, half. Right, and then not score again. So I got you guys winning 
just because the, your your scores have been so aki, I I can't give me seventeen fourteen. Give me seventeen fourteen. Jets win. That's fair, Mike. Prediction. Yeah. yeah so I, I'm not going to be able to give Zach stats because every single time <laughs> I try that, I'm like always wrong. <laughs> I've been wrong for. <laughs> Two hundred or less, bro. Uh, two hundred or less, and you'll, yeah, and you'll, yeah. you'll hit it right. And it's like every single time you lower the bar, the bar gets lower. You know, every, you know after that. So I, I just completely stopped guessing Zach's stats. But uh, I, I think that the game. I think we're going to win this game. And again, I'm not saying we are going to win this game, but I think we. I think we will. And sure. um, I'm saying that it's going to be twenty to seventeen, not okay. because the offense is scoring twenty points on their own, but I think our defense is going to make, um, um, I think our, our defense is going to make Justin Herbert throw a couple of, couple of interceptions, especially with that, that thumb issues he's got going on. Okay. Uh, I think they're, I think they're going to force a couple interceptions around midfield or, you know, to give favorable field, uh, adva- uh field position for the jets here. Uh, and then I, I feel like we're going to sneak in a, a couple, a few touchdowns, at least from that, or a couple touchdowns, at least from that. And Danny, um, before, before oh, you yeah, give your two cents, no, say Danny, before you give two cents, Sauce Gardner still doesn't have a pick six, right? No, okay, he's so never had a pick he, six. He's, he's had like two of them called back so far. Okay, so this could be the game, this could be the game on Monday Night Football on prime time. He does something exciting, Actually, he takes one back to the no, house. I, sorry, I think he did have a pick six last year. I think he did. I don't I'm, remember. I'm him pretty sure he did. I'm pretty I, sure I, I, listen, last year. I, I, I am not 100% sure that he did or not, but I will tell you, Danny spent a full season talking about how that defense did not pick the ball off one. Not a full or season. Two, or two. Or two. half of the season. Right. Or two turned it mm-hmm. into points. So I'm going to feel I, – I could probably bet money on this that he did not unless, have a pick six last year. Unless he did it in the beginning of the season, and I can't remember. Right. Uh, I think it was but, for the beginning um, of the season. Okay, maybe. maybe and then, my last point was was to add yeah, that, uh, like 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 Manny was saying, uh, they have to come to us. We're not we're not going to them. So I think that that's also factoring as well. So I'm going to say 2017 uh, Jets, and and it's not an offensive uh, scoring for us. Uh, I think it's more of like a defensive defensive scoring here. I um the only game that I've picked incorrectly this season was the Patriots game, which I still can't believe we lost. Right. But I've been on the money on every other game. And I really hope. And that's with Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, mind you, when you were making these picks. Yeah. And, uh, so one jet spot. One, I just I just looked it up. He does not have a return touchdown in his career yet. Okay. So Manny's predicting the first one on Monday. Uh, now, to be clear, the Chargers have turned the ball br- turned the ball over the second least in the league so far this year. Yeah. So uh, have we'll they fa- have they faced a defense like the New York Jets defense is only they giving played, them basically fifteen points? They played the Chiefs, but um, yeah. Well, um, like I said, I've, I've only gone been incorrect once with the Patriots game, and I hope I'm wrong on this one. But I don't think the Jets win this game. Ooh. Mm. I think I think the offensive line isn't going to stand up. I think it's going to look bad. I, I think that um, we're going to have a hard time passing, even though we should do well passing. I think we'll lose a close one. But I think Justin Herbert figures out how to muster out just enough offense to beat us. Uh, mm. And and honestly, we our offense starts slow most games, and then we keep it close enough where we can eke out a win at the end. But if we give up 14, 17 points in the first half, are you confident that the Jets could put up twenty? No, I'm hell not. no, hell no. <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm not confident that they could put up twenty. So 
we can't let the Chargers start fast like all the other teams do. So I think that that's my my issue. That's my worry. If we somehow come out and our defense doesn't start slow like it usually does, and we keep them to six, ten points in the first half, then I feel a little better. But if they get out hot and they score 14, 17, even 20 in the first half, I don't see how this offense catches up. I think Zach Wilson plays best when he's not thinking. When it's 100%. like like mm-hmm. the, the, go the, out there and freestyle. Yeah. Freestyle. How about let how yeah. about we try a no huddle offense? Like Make this kid think as little as possible, apparently, because when he's just freestyling because he just has to get something going, he figures it out. Like, look at the crap that we had all last game and then the last two drives, overtime, and then late in the fourth quarter, 24 seconds left, all of a sudden, he's throwing dimes on the field. Like, I um, I really hope I'm wrong, but I, I think that we end up 4-4 four and four after this game. I think we lose a close one. I think that we let them start off hot and we don't have enough fuel to catch up, and I think we lose – 1713. Well, you know, mm. shout out shout out to Hugh Janus here. That's a it's a Chargers fan. Um I I, I don't know if uh if he's going to light it up per se said uh Justin Herbert. I think that uh this defense will keep him in check for most of the game. I think he will get at least I two. I think he'll, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. figure out how to get some some points. Right. I, I think he'll get two TDs. Is he going to light you guys up? I don't think your defense mm-hmm. is capable of being lit up this year, but that's just my two cents on that. All right. And one gesture I said, uh, if our receivers can't score in the red zone or or the gold zone or convert mm. on third down, we won't win. That has to improve. 100% it has to improve for sure. Yeah, it's All a right. fool's shout gold zone right out, now, out. though, because you don't see it very often. Oui. Shout out to one Jets pod. Always showing love in the, in the show, man. Yeah. All right. Uh, any final thoughts, Manny? That, that, this right here. I feel you, man. The Jets, the Jets defense is for real, man. That's my final yeah. thought. The, the fact that this defense, like you guys mentioned at the beginning of the game, and like we mentioned all season, Danny, since the beginning, this defense, from hard knocks till now, it's going to be good enough to keep you in every single game. And this is going to be this is just going to be another one of those tests where they're going to be on the field for most of the game, keeping you in the game. And I, man, I want to say I'm wrong. I want to say I'm wrong, but. Because I don't want you guys winning. You guys are a game and a half behind us. So I don't want you winning. But the fact that this defense is so good and you guys, it keeps you in every single game. Man, I can see you sneak away back to back to back weeks just sneaking away on another victory. Appreciate the love, one Jets. Uh, Mike. Oh uh, yeah, I have like one, maybe two more final thoughts here. So, All right, I'm up. one of the okay. one of the reasons one of the reasons <laughs> one of the reasons why I, I think that the Jets might play pretty well here, or at least decent, is because you know when, when's the last time the Jets uh, were a primetime team? And what I mean by that is what when were they playing their best football during primetime? Never. It seems like we right. had the butt fumble. We I had used the to hate primetime games. Yep, you we had, we would we, we would you embarrass ourselves. I, I'm not a fan, yeah, but the. The butt fumble, the the seeing ghost thing, but for some reason, and there are certain NFL teams that when the lights come on at uh, for primetime games, they they play their best football. And for some reason, I don't know why, the Jets are the team right now, one of the teams right now that play better, <laughs> but that play better during uh, primetime games. And you know, hopefully that 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 streak keeps going, you know, continuing. And um. You know, I, I really do think that it's going to be a, a pretty competitive game here. I don't think it's going to be one of those those loser, uh, uh, you know, primetime games where it's like say. a pillow fight. 
Yeah, you, said, I, I, you, you said finally good on Prime. I'm like, ah, let's not stretch. And then okay, finally five. decent, decent. Well, there you no, go. Finally no, watchable. No, 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 no. no, no. Let, let's be clear. Let, let, I'm gonna back up my boy Mike here. Let's be clear. We've played well. How many prime time games? We played the Bills, which we won. We played the Chiefs, yep. where we mollywop Mahomes gave him the worst game of his career, and then we ended up losing because the refs kind of. And I hate bringing up the refs. That's the only time I hope to bring it up this year because. I'm not a fan of that, but that's how bad it was that I felt like I needed to bring it up. And then the Eagles. So, look, 40, yes, primetime. This year, mm-hmm. at least, we're playing well on primetime. We're okay. beating the Chargers. Well, well, I like well. I like decent. Good or great? He didn't say great. He said let, good. Let, he said I good. know. But let, let's pump the brakes a little bit. What was the All second right. point, Mike? Because I know you got a, you had a second point to say before we get out of here. Uh, I, I think it was just to reiterate, right? Okay. The fact that – uh. You know they're coming to us. It's it's um and and by the way they're they're L A right so they're a warm a warmer team. They're gonna be coming to us. It's gonna be a little bit cold. I mean it's not hundred it's not really cold yet. It's not hundred percent winter yet, but um you know it's 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 probably gonna be colder. It's gonna be nighttime. So you know hopefully that will help us out a little bit there. But but yeah I I really do think that's that this is set up for us to to do well. Now we're the Jets, so usually like I said before the Jets win the games that they shouldn't win. They lose the games that they should win, and they lose the games that they could win, right? So um, this is one of those games that we could win. So it's it's kind of like a toss-up here, especially when, when we don't have our Hall of Fame quarterback and Aaron Rodgers. But as long as Zach can just, like like you said, Danny, as long as he can can stop thinking and just play football like he's been doing you know, since he was five years old, right, uh, to just go out there and have fun and, and play, right? I think that that you know him and the offense will be able to, to – um, you know, go toe to toe with Herbert. Uh, I I I hope that you're right. I I'm not gonna say that I feel fully confident. And like I said, I'm predicting a loss. I hope I'm wrong. Uh, but but that's kind of where I see this this going. But even if we lose four and four, still 500 going against the Raiders, which are imploding, it's not the worst place to be either. So uh, I I appreciate everybody listening on uh, audio. If you were listening on audio, thank you for listening all the way in. Please uh, do the whole comment, five stars, review. All that other good stuff. And if you're watching, good or YouTube, bad. thank you. That's it. It's usually bad. Now, and if you're watching on YouTube, please <laughs> like and subscribe. Uh, leave us a comment. All that other good stuff. We appreciate you taking the time to join us. And if you were on the chat live with us, uh, again, we, we're, we're not promoting it yet. So uh, for those of you that find us while we're here live, we appreciate you taking the time to join us. And as always, you guys are the best part of the show. Hopefully, we can get this dub go five and three because if the Chiefs manage to beat the Dolphins on Sunday, they will fall to six and three. If we were to beat the Chargers, we would go to five and three, and things will start getting really interesting with the game mm-hmm. against the Dolphins coming up very soon on Black Friday. So uh, let's see. Hopefully things go well. But until the next one, have a good one. <laughs>